here's a dance you should know when the lights are down low grab your baby then go I do the hucklebuck I do the hucklebuck if you don't know how to do it boy you're out of luck push your baby out then you hunch your back start a little movement in your sacroiliac wiggle like a snake waddle like a duck that's the way you do it when you do the hucklebuck hey not now Brett and Steny will tell you when hey girls start talking yeah. hello hello people of earth people of earth welcome to the you know, hucklebuck you know it's so funny in the in the midst of I'll put Hucklebug Nation. Yeah. And I hear where I was it? Hucklebug Nation. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not sure people can hear your tone. It takes of on a happier tone. Here. This is the Hucklebug, by the way, and I am Stenny. And I'm Bet. We're and this Stenny. Is six, 687. Which is nothing. It's a big old nothing. And we have a rip. We're going to start with a rip this week. Treat Williams passed away. At the tender age of 71, young to die, but he died in a motorcycle accident. In a motorcycle accident. Mm. That might be the way you want to go out, maybe, you know? Well, he was doing what he loved. I mean, exactly. can't say anything better than that. And, I mean, 71, it's young to die, but it's also, let's face it, it's before all the shit starts shutting down. You know, right. as I'm watching my parents get older and losing their ability to think and reason and walk <laughs> I, I i think i'm starting to think there's there's something to be said for going out while at least you still got all your marbles and yeah uh, but know. it also kind of begs the i'm sorry nissa our friend Venus. she hates the phrase she's not listening <laughs> i know but i still she just... feel like i have to apologize <laughs> it does beg the question to me 71's a little old to be motorcycling because, you know, it, yeah. the driving skills do, I mean, apparently it was not his fault. So, yeah. you know. But, well, you know, I think most of the time, time, I think most of the time, we're not motorcycle, him at all. No, of course not. Of course not. I think most of the time, motorcycle accidents are not the fault of the motorcycle driver. More right. often than not, they are the fault of the driver who did not see them and, uh, you know, banged into them or whatever. And see, that is why I was always so afraid. When Taylor had his bike, mm, and yeah. I'm so glad he gave it up. Yeah, it's but, scary. Uh, but they kept saying, "Well, you know, when he took the motorcycle in class, he finished first. He was. It doesn't matter. <laughs> he can be the best motorcyclist yeah, exactly. in the world. But there's still crazy and ass there's people some out ass there in a car, right? Uh, anyway, Treat passed away, and you know, uh, I was telling Bet this before the show. I have been familiar with Treat Williams, the actor pretty much since i was a kid but what? i would be hard pressed to tell you hardly any movies he's been in i have seen almost nothing and i'm scrolling through his illustrious career on imdb and the only things i can tell you for sure that i've seen is the tv movie version of streetcar named desire where he played stanley kowalski okay i've not seen that he was very good and i would say as an actor it's very brave to take that role on because everybody is going to compare you to it's brando yeah oh. you're doomed from the start <laughs> he was good though he's very good and the only other things i've seen him in and this is embarrassing i don't know if it's more embarrassing for me or if it is for treat but he's made a bunch of these hallmark christmas movies which my dad and I are really fond of watching together. I, I read that. They're that he terrible. So, so, he's in know. he's in three that I've seen. And I'm, I'm surprised Pat didn't come into the office that morning. He's maybe, <laughs> he's I maybe know she's been in probably more, seen them all. But he's been in at least three, and I've seen the three that he's been in. And and he was also he had a semi regular appearance on Chicago Fire. I think I've seen him on that one. Yes, twice he played as well. somebody's dad. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what about you? What about you? What are your well, thoughts on me? I, I, the thing that he became famous for, so they say, mm -hmm. I saw, which was Prince in Prince of the City. Yes, Prince of the City. It I remember his first it. breakout role. I mean, I saw we. Well, he hair was before that, but oh, was it? Yeah, hair was seventy nine. I and... swear. Well, I probably saw hair after right I saw, because I saw hair like on cable. So, you know, it, it would have been after probably maybe much after right. Prince of the City. 
Um, and I, I, I remember loving this, this actor. I thought, oh man, he's cute. He's good. He's, you know. Yeah. And then of course I will always think of him in hair. As bird With hair. <laughs> yes. Lots of hair. Oh, and that's another thing. A fine head of hair until the day he died, by the way. Yes. Thick hair, man. Thick, and, yeah. And, and no sense. But of, no, no you've, sense of you've got his page still mm-hmm. in front of you. Yep. Tell me if he is in a movie, because I was just thinking about this. I remember I watched this movie because Siskel and Ebert loved it, and I thought it was such a creepy movie. Is it? Is there something called Smooth Talker or Smooth Operator? Let me see. You, smooth. It yeah. would have been in the probably early Smooth 80s. Talk. Smooth Talk. Smooth Talk as Arnold And Laura Friend. Dern was in it. Let me see. And he was trying to seduce her. She was yep, much Lord younger. Yep, and Mary Kay Place. Yes. Okay. I remember I remember so the poster for this, so I must have rented it a lot at the movie. He was a real creepoid in that one. Uh, movie, uh, 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 what I can tell you is this. Treat William movies, Treat Williams movies that rented a lot at the Video Depot when I, when I worked at the video store included 1941, which I also haven't seen, Prince of the City. He's in 1941? Yep. Uh, Prince of the City, which we mentioned. The Pursuit of D.B. Cooper, he's in that also. Um, I've not seen that. And what is it? Once Once Upon a Time... Oh, uh, In America? In... In America? Once Upon a Time in America? America? I'm losing... I've lost it. Yeah, I knew he was in one of those. Once Once Upon a Time in America. He's in that one. Um, Smooth Talk also rented... uh, Sweet Lies is another one that rented a lot. Gosh, never heard of that. And Heart of Dixie. Well, those were popular at the time that I was actually working there. Those were like new releases. That's why. And Dead but, Heat. Um, but I never to, saw any of them. To wrap this up, Solomon. Yeah, I know this is a lot for a guy that neither of us are very familiar with. In reading about his passing, talk about accolades from colleagues. Mm-hmm. People adored him. Yeah. Especially Beverly D'Angelo. She said that they were close Aww. up to the bitter end. Aww. And and then people that he worked with once would say, he would just call me out of the blue and see how I was doing, if I was getting work. Well, you know. Aww. That's nice. Uh, I'm sorry. Let's do your shout outs now. I'll probably let's trim a good a deal of that down. But rest in peace, treat, and go to that good place. Yes. Maybe riding that motorcycle helmet free all, all over uh, all over and letting uh, your hair heaven's blow in the breeze. half half acre yeah i mean I, which is not to say I, I, he probably was wearing a helmet when he got when he was in the accident everybody I certainly understand hope that so. but i would think that if you know once you're in the afterlife i would think one of the thrills of riding your motorcycle in oh, the afterlife yeah. is doing it without the helmet yeah speaking of motorcycles we do have a, a motorcycle related comment but first oh we do we will begin with Kelly with a one. With a one. This is uh, this is under the episode on Facebook, and Kelly says I couldn't find it, but maybe I'm doing something wrong if it is there. This is regarding the podcast on Spotify. I thought that I added it. You know, Kelly, if I can find you a direct link, I'll try and leave it on the Facebook page for people to get. It's very. I, I don't really know what I'm doing anymore when it comes to technology things. Everything's a bit beyond me now. In the old days, I would be all over it. And yeah. I thought I figured it out. Maybe I didn't. Or Don't believe it. She's a maven. Maybe maybe they maybe they listened to her. Maybe somebody at, you know, maybe, maybe it got flagged for using uh, Frank Sinatra songs. I don't know. Or maybe they listened to Sex Lives of TV characters. Maybe they listened to one episode and went, doing that one. yeah, this is off. No way. Uh, so we'll we'll see. I don't know. I'll I'll try and figure it out, Kelly with a Y. It, it I I was able to track it down, but I'll see if I can if I can find a direct link and post it. I'll do that. Our next shout out is for Doug. We are we the are Doug. the Doug. We are we the are the Starcher. Uh, and yeah, I I'm I am so pleased to punch that I get to read this. Yes, please It do. says, well, nation, I go in for day one of radiation treatment tomorrow, 44 in total. Oh I asked my oncologist what I could expect for side effects from it, and he said, based on your recovery from your cardiac incident and your attitude, plan on it not being a big deal. I love that. And I can only agree with him. Yeah. 
Um, he says, my plan is to be the only patient to ride their motorcycle, the Ducati, Ooh. to my first and last appointment. And he says, Dougie, don't ride in the rain unless he's traveling. Good. Doug, my dad went through cancer treatment. He made it through. He made it to the end. He's much older than you and not in as good a shape. <laughs> but my dad loved his motorcycles. If I could if I could just speak to him for a minute, I would tell him about you riding Aww. your motorcycle to the to the treatments to because the treatment he would just cheer. Uh, there, Doug left a picture of his bike there, and everybody should uh, go. Nice look looking bike. It is a nice looking bike, and you can see he does have his helmet there and his gloves. His gloves are on the seat there. It's a beautiful little bike. Oh well, and I guess we should say, be careful on that motorcycle. Yeah, be careful on that motorcycle. You know what happened to Treat Williams? Yeah. Uh, you don't want and you have that. nice hair as well, though. You don't want yes, he does. Fine head, another fine head of hair. If we scroll up a little bit, we've got some comments under the missive. Oh, okay, Marla, Marla, Doug. Marla Doug, why no, Kelly? Why Tina? I e. We got so many Kellys now. Tina's last name is Kelly too. My goodness, that's right. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, we'll start with Marla. Marla, 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 Marla. Marla says hi from hi. She's in Hawaii. Oh, you go, Marla. Yeah, I know. Hope you're having a wonderful time. Uh, and thanks for uh, thanks for uh, saying hello. And our next shout outs for Doug. We are the Doug, etc., etc., cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Have a great you? show. Sounds like we almost have our coming soon episode of Doug Stories ready. And he says, love you more. No, well, I don't know about that. Story. I don't know about that. <laughs> Not <Maybe>. possible. <laughs> Maybe you love us the same, but I don't the same, the same. possibly love us more. Uh, our next shout is for Kelly with a Y. Kelly with a Y. Uh, she listened to last week, even though she could not find yeah. it on Spotify. She says, uh, ducking, so she knows about ducking. Uh, she, somebody besides ducking. me yeah. knows about ducking. So she does. All right. So it bet it's, we know it's at least in Southern California as well. She says, the Jeep Wrangler community is strong, and from what I understand, the ducks are only for Wrangler owners, not other Jeep Okay, that's the only place I've seen them. Uh, she says, my brother-in-law got his first duck randomly in a parking oh. lot on his new Wrangler last month, and he was thrilled. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, your first duck. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. Now, this is interesting. She's numbered these. One, three, and four, but there's no number two. <laughs> there is no number two. Who is right now? <laughs> uh, three. Your episode title. <laughs> three. It was... <laughs> it was Benedict Cumberbatch who did the Ancestry oh, wow. show and found out his family were slave owners, which he was embarrassed by. Well, he's British. Well, they were slaves, American. too, before we did. Well, um, yeah. My family is related, on my dad's side, my family's related to Robert E. Lee. I don't think we're direct descendants of Robert E. Lee, but we're direct descendants of the Lee family, like one of his brothers or something. So, yeah, we got we got slave owning in my in my family as well, I'm sure. Well, hell, I live here. I'm, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I, well, and you, I don't know. I was going to say you got, you got so McCoys, poor. but the my family were so poor. Slaves were what they dreamed of. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, um, I was the lower forty. Could... If we just had some slaves. Uh, <laughs> well, no, with them it was the lower ten. Well, we'll just have just have. Let's just have some more kids. Yeah. <laughs> have some more kids and we can get the lower 10 cleared out and can't plant some shit i was gonna say you're related to the mccoys of the hatfield and mccoys but only by um, marriage taylor is though taylor direct descendant he is a real you've heard the term <laughs> real mccoy he is a real mccoy he is a real mccoy uh kelly with a y also says unless i did something wrong i still can't find you guys on spotify oh, no spotify. worries if it doesn't happen or if it takes a while to upload there i'll still listen on apple podcast if that's the only source well that's nice thank you i appreciate that i'm gonna keep working on it but i don't know how successful i'll be but i'll try thank you kelly with a y our next shout out is for tina Tina, stand in the place where you live leave us a comment she says, have a good one, ladies. We'll catch up on Monday. Sending love to you both from jolly old you-know-where. England. Thanks, Tina. England. Got a little oh, more speaking, speaking of tree, uh -huh. I certainly hope we didn't doom him because wasn't it just last week that we were singing Manchester, England, England? Were we? It was either last week or the week before. That because it might have been the week before, head. but I don't remember what yeah. the con and I don't remember what the context was. Oh, head. It was head. Should, so that's what it was. Yeah. 
Was that Which during the show or was it after the show? Music ever. Was it during the show or after the show? I think oh, it was after. It was after. Oh, okay. That doesn't mean we didn't doom him. It's possible we did. <laughs> Kelly with an I. Kelly with an I. She says, I was at two local conferences this week, so I haven't listened yet. But last week, I found a podcast that I listened to one episode of with Jane Fonda as I've been watching Grace and Frankie. There's one with Carol Burnett that might be fun. Not to suggest rival podcasts, but Julie Louis Dreyfus, Wiser Than Me, Wisdom from the Older Ladies. Uh, No, this is a great time to recommend other podcasts. I was going to say, they're not all older than me. (laughs) (laughs) We are about to be on hiatus for at least a couple months. So this is a great time to recommend rival podcasts. It's a good time to find other things to listen to while we're away. Just don't. You can cheat on us. Just don't don't fall for them. That's right. You fall for us. Yeah. You can can listen to them temporarily. If you have fallen at all. (laughs) Exactly. She ends by saying, have a good show. Thank you, Kelly, with an IE. Lovely to hear from you always. And now we'll bounce over to Hucklebug.com where we've got a couple from Tina. Stand, etc. Um, I don't know. We bounce back and forth on this, maybe. I think we should. I'll start if you like. Sure. Says, Hi again, ladies. Well, I'm totally caught up again, unless you count the in excess of 650 episodes. I'm <laughs> ashamed to say I have not listened to well, Tina. That's all right. And unless you take a like years hiatus in a room with yeah. nothing but us yeah it ain't gonna happen there's and, and not we, all not we all, don't even know how far back we can go for yeah you not to. not all not all 650 are available online to listen to although i do have i do have them all in my archives so you know if you need hit me up if you need them i can get you some uh especially for our long hiatus which is coming up uh Speaking of, of sex lives of TV characters, I don't even know that she would enjoy it because I don't know what TV shows she grew up with. You know, well, that's true. She might not know. She, she might not know Ma and Pa Ingles. and Grange Hill. That's true. She might. She might not know uh, Ma and Pa Ingles. We didn't talk about the sex lives of Basil and Sybil Fawlty, for example, which I prefer to assume that they have not ever had sex. They don't yeah, have any I, kids. I really, I would prefer to leave sex out of the equation. They don't have any kids, so I think we can assume they never <laughs> they never had sex. Um, Tina says she's not a big Spider-Man, Star Wars, or Batman fan. You know what? I'm not either. I'm not either um, of, of, yep. of any of those franchises. Just try to, watch, try to watch them, but do love good animation. Well, then you definitely should see the Spider-Verse movies. They are... They are outstanding in terms of the in, in terms of the animation. They're just fantastic. They're just mind blowing. But she says she will wait until she can rent them from somewhere and then give it a go. The first one, Into the Spider Verse, is it's on it's on Disney Plus in the U.S. I don't know if it's I don't know what it's available on in in England, but try and try and find the first one. And if you like that, then you'll be ready to move on to across the, the Spider Verse. Yep. Uh, she says, "My daughter Chloe. That's Chloe." Mm-hmm. absolutely loved the joker she studied film at uni mm-hmm. i love it uh and is a freelance video editor mm-hmm. Fantastic. so is bloody annoying to watch a film with as she picks the films apart and scrutinizes it i, I do can it too. so so understand i do that. the exact same thing and for the exact same In both reason good and bad ways all the way through yep she loved the Joker, as she said, the color grading through the film reflected the mood going through. Yeah. Uh, one thing I would have never noticed, me either, Tina. Yeah. Um, she has now moved out so I can walk again <laughs> just for entertainment. Get out, Chloe. I got movies. I just want to watch a Hallmark Christmas movie in peace. <laughs> we don't need to analyze the plot line and the, and the light motif. You can come back on Thanksgiving and Christmas and that's it. <laughs> No movies. They don't have Thanksgiving over there. They don't have Thanksgiving. They have something remember else, Remember it's Sunday. You can come back yeah. and remember, remember it's Sunday, Sunday and Christmas. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> and she loves Michael J. Fox, so she's going to give that documentary oh, yeah. still uh, a go. Well, and since you did, who do you think you are? Yes. She says, I love, 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 who do you think you are over here? Did I mention I love it? She did. She has left a key below... <laughs> to, to explain her her uh, misspellings, the, the the typos here. Did I mention I love it? I can binge watch this with no problem at all. I love history and ancestry. 
I trace back my granddad's family about four generations. Wow. You find yourself feeling sorry for people you never knew, people you never even knew, realizing that they'd fallen on hard times, ending up in the workhouse, which was a desperate place to be back in the day. Yeah. Um, I watched I watched the one with Danny Dyer from EastEnders. You guys, Ooh. Danny Dyer from EastEnders is a direct descendant of Edward III, <laughs> King Edward III of England. Ooh. Uh, or Edward the Second, maybe. So even going back, Doctor Ass Massage. Even going back further than that, he's directly descended from William the Conqueror. Um, but you can, but as he traces his family back, you can see the moment that his family lost all their money and made them poor for the next three generations, which is you know Danny Dyer grew up on you know a council estate, uh, you know very poor, uh, hard scrabble, East End of London sort of thing. And, um, but you can, you can like, it's like four generations back where his family who were landed gentry had to give up their land because of some debt. I can't recall whether, whether it was through drinking or gambling or whatever, but then, you know, every generation of the family after that was poor, dirt poor. And in, in, um, in the workhouse, as you mentioned, places like that, but then prior to that, going back the further generations, then you get into the Plantagenets. They, like he was related to Eleanor of Aquitaine. It, it's insane. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. The English ones are so much fun to watch because everybody's descended from royalty. It's <laughs> it's nuts. They're so much fun though. They're they're uh, a joy to watch. Okay, I'll take the next two. Yeah. She says, "Just love Taylor. How he just makes you proud for him just being him." And yeah. boy, is that true. And his wonderful wife Allison, who mm-hmm. I had a great meeting with this week, which yeah. was I, I adore. I adore them both. <laughs> Good uh, kids. Yeah. And she says, great re-therapy bet, and the fact that it is doing you good. I had to uh, send Stins an email earlier in the week to say, I know you're sick of hearing this. I'm not sick of hearing this. Man, what a great session. I'm so happy for you. You can email me every week. And so I'm thinking, really interesting. My mind is working those things that I'm learning. It's Uh great. Yeah. Uh, And then then she says, oh, yeah. My sweet friend. Uh-huh. Next step is sorting out your dodgy knee. That's it. A- and I need, uh, I need to, maybe I need to address that with him because yeah. uh, the pain ain't, ain't getting any better. Yeah. I, I'd say start, start with, start with your therapist and see, see what he says. But I, I, I feel like you could go and talk to somebody about knee replacement. Uh, maybe things have changed since the last time you talked to yeah. somebody about that. Maybe I can find somebody who won't laugh at left me. Nobody's going to laugh you out of the office, I promise. Uh, you guys, thank you for your shout-outs. Yay! Lots of them this weekend. Uh, unfortunately, we have no time for anything else. For anything else. <laughs> but, you know, we asked for comments. We, we got, got comments. comments. Exactly. some movies this week i have one movie and one thing that's not really a movie but i watched it on netflix and i didn't know where else to put it it's not a binge watch either it's closer to a movie than a binge watch maybe i'll do that first i guess it's more like a stand-up it's it's not even really stand-up it's steve martin and martin short and i believe they entitled it an evening you will forget for the rest of your lives I have heard of that, but it's I have on, not seen it. It's on Netflix, which I have resubscribed to. Oh, ho, ho. And, um, you know, it's them. There, It's it is. It's kind of, um, it's a bit of a throwback. You know, there's a lot of, it, there were a lot of times where I was kind of reminded of vaudeville, sort of. Sort of. Okay. Because there's a little bit of music and a little bit of, you know, a lot of one-liners. A lot of just, like, zingers back and forth. A little, little seltzer down your pants. Exactly. <laughs> And then, but then there's also a point where they both just sit down and kind of interview each other and just kind of chat, uh, which is all very funny. And it's so great to see them together because they're just buds. They're just great friends. And the thing is, Martin Short, I find to be a little bit much, personally. He can go over the top. Yeah, but I love Steve Martin with Martin Short so much because Steve's just having the time of his life when Martin Short (laughs) is there. And I think... Martin elevates Steve's performances 
Um, which is why I, I tend to enjoy Steve a little bit more when Martin's with him. And that makes up for the fact that I don't really necessarily love Martin all that much. Um, it's enjoyable. It's like an hour and 30 minutes or something like that. Oh, it's kind of fun. Might, might be a nice little button on whatever your binge watch might be. Uh, Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, we'll see. Uh, I also saw a movie. So with uh, Ted Lasso over, I found myself kind of wanting a fix, uh, Jason Sudeikis fix. Oh, okay. So I watched We're the Millers. Oh, tell me. Oh, no, because... Uh, yeah. Not I've, good. Uh, <laughs> Not good. Everything, every clip I've seen, everything I've read is just... <laughs> yeah, it's just, I mean, I feel like... Uh, I, I See, now I had read a lot of positive stuff about it. On, oh really? On really? Reddit, and I think maybe the problem is that it's just not my. Um, I'm not the target market. I'm, right. not, I'm too old. I'm too old, probably. I think you can get away with a movie that is sort of cookie cutter and you know, sort of um, like predictable in terms of where the story is going to go, and and you can get away with that if the movie's funny, and it just it wasn't funny. It just wasn't funny. There's bloopers at the end during the credits, and the bloopers are funny. So what I would say is just seek the bloopers out on YouTube and watch those. I watch the end credits. That's it. Just You don't even have to watch the whole end credits. It's like three minutes of bloopers, and that's it. You know, and, and no going thumbs back to and Ebert, yeah. um, the Smokey and the Bandit movies, which mm -hmm. I, I saw the first one, no others. I saw the, yeah. uh, but they, they were relentless in telling people this is the trashiest thing ever. <laughs> you just stack yeah. the end of the movie with a bunch of bloopers. Yeah. I love bloopers. I don't care where they're from. Same here. Same here. I'm, I am the exact same way, but I love me a good blooper reel. I love an outtakes reel. It's my favorite. Oh Lord. Pink Panther bloopers. Lord have mercy. Oh, those are good. Those are, those are always good. The cannonball run ones are good too. From, uh, speaking of, uh, the, I, I think, uh, Bert, Burt Reynolds, in particular, I think, enjoyed doing bloopers. He has a very infectious laugh. Uh, yes. So, oh, yeah. In fact, most of my favorite Burt Reynolds performances are in bloopers of movie. They're <laughs> just in bloopers, <laughs> not necessarily in the movie itself. I think I can get on board with that. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, tell me about your binge watch. Well, I do I have a know. binge watch. And let me tell you, people and stands, not that you're not people. But, I am people. Um. This was a 99.999% true binge watch. <laughs> last week on Sunday, I watched all but the last episode of the second season of Only Murders in the Building. Yeah. On Hulu. Yes. Uh, and I would have gotten all of the episodes if I'd have just started 30 minutes earlier. But I had to take Milo out, and so I had to end at some point. Yeah. But I have to tell you, the first episode, I was reticent. Oh, yes. oh yeah, I was reticent. I yeah. was reticent. Wait, because, it was a slow burner. Well, because who should show up but fucking Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer, yeah. I, I despise her. I know. Her. She worried I the crap out of me. absolutely despise her. And thank God, uh, if this she is just a spoiler, went away. I'll let it be. Yeah. She kind of gets Ted Lassoed. They just yeah. kind of forget yeah, her. Yeah, she's, she's in like two episodes and that's it. Yeah. Maybe they realized what I knew all along. I don't <laughs> she's terrible. I, I don't like her either. I'm I'm with you. Um, But what a great season. It yep. was so and, much fun. And I'm totally and, looking and forward to season three. And just seeing these guys again was great. And the the mystery part of it goes so many places and you oh, think, yeah. oh, okay. oh okay oh no 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 oh, okay. and so when i got to the next to the last episode you know a lot is revealed there and i thought yeah. oh, okay i i kind of know how this goes but nope. but i'll you know I, i'll wait till tomorrow and watch the list the last episode just turns everything that's right it turns it all around <laughs> And it then sets was up season three. So much fun. And and speaking of Martin Short being over the top, he's yeah. uh he has to be over the top in his yes. role. Yes, and it, it it's called for as Oliver, and I I love him. I love him on a only murders yes. in the building. You know who else I think is wonderful in Only Murders in the Building, who I also think is a lot most of the time. Uh-huh. 
Nathan Lane. Nathan oh, Lane, I think, yes. is excellent in this. Yes. He yes. really is. Usually he's quite over the top, and I think he's excellently measured in uh, in Only Murders in the Building. Very good. And, you know, I have to tell you that when I finished mm-hmm. that last episode on Monday, yeah, um, I went to look at season three, and there's not one. Not yet. But and it's coming. I, I keep seeing pictures of Meryl Streep, and uh-huh. I thought that was already it was already done and in the can. Well, they've they've filmed it. I think they're in post production. It's coming soon. And so now we have to wait. But the the very end of the last episode and the guest star who shows up. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Okay, but, season three comes August eighth. Bet. So a couple oh, months. Okay, well, reason to stay I can alive. live through the summer. Maybe. Reason to stay alive. Uh, that's right. Uh, we were talking about Steve and Martin. Uh, them together on this show, mm. the way they play off of each yeah. other, just cracks me up. It seems like every episode, there's at least one scene where they're just riffing. There's just the two of them, and they just then they just roll the camera and say, "Just go, guys. Do whatever you want to do here." Yeah. <laughs> um, and and in the last episode, the slow motion scene. I, I love the that's so the, that was the hard. highlight of season two. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, um, listeners, if you have not seen Only Murders in the Building, uh, oh, we urge you to watch seasons one and four two. Four thumbs uh, up because yes. you know I do have four thumbs. I'm kind of an oddity. Then I have. Four thumbs up as well. So that's eight total thumbs up. Oh, a lot of thumbs. Go. Yeah. So seasons one and two, catch them up now, and then you'll be all set for uh, season three when it comes out in August. Uh, they're on Hulu. Yes. And I hear you have a highlight. I do have a highlight. You know, you guys know my mom's coming. My mom's coming to stay for a while. And uh, unbeknownst to mom, uh, her next stop after staying with me for a while is going to be. Uh, a memory care facility or an assisted living facility of some sort. Now, mom doesn't know that yet. And, you know, we're not sure just yet how we're going to talk her into it. But it's okay. We're working on that. But I've had, in the time that I have been sort of preparing for mom to come, I feel like I've had a lot of roadblocks and setbacks. Like, like oh, I can get mom qualified for Medicaid, but oh, shit, no, she makes $67 too much per month and oh, she doesn't qualify. Oh, that was my, that was mama uh, ball. Bless her heart. Uh, makes me so mad. Um, but things like that have just been happening and happening and happening. Like a, Just like every time I get one little wall knocked down, it's I find like that there's another wall. In the face. Exactly. Yes. So this week I finally got some good news, which is uh, there's a... Um, there's a uh, there's a program in Bellingham called Old Friends, which is specifically for uh, seniors who have Alzheimer's or dementia, and it's sort of a, a daycare system for them. And Large as I was reading, or small, population. small, small. In fact, Good. I think there's a limit of twelve, which is oh, why I was worried. Make friends. I was worried because, uh, you know, it said there could be a waiting list and I thought, fuck, you know, it'll be just my luck that I'll get mom signed up and they'll say, yeah, there's a waiting list of two months. You know, like by the time the waiting list is over, I won't need it anymore or whatever. Well, I got some great news this week. I got a response from the guy in the program who said, good news. We have some spots available. Um, what we'd like you to do is bring your mom down and just come in, have coffee, meet everybody for a day see how, you know, see if she vibes with everybody. And then she gets to go back another day free of charge, just to hang out for the day and make oh, sure yeah, that she's a good great. fit. Just, just slip yeah. 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 So, I mean, I was, and that, you know, she'll get to do that on Wednesdays and Thursdays, which will get her kind of out of, you know, I hate to put it this way, but get her out of my hair while I'm trying to work. Uh, well, you know? that's why you, you, you know, have a job. You, yeah, exactly. So, you know, now I'm kind of trying to find maybe somebody who can take her and Poppy for a walk a couple days a week as well while I'm working. And then, you know, we got all weekend to spend together and mornings and evenings and stuff. So, uh, but that was like the first bit of legitimately good news about mom coming. You know, this is, uh, the other thing is that I think it's gonna be great for mom to spend time with people her own age uh, who are, you know, she's been living at my sister's for two and a half years and you know she sees other people but not much and 
um, you know, she's just, she's bored. She's bored all the time. And yeah. this will give her something to and do. And people her own age, she yeah. can talk about things people their age talk about. Exactly. If like, they remember. Like who died last? Well, you know, they'll probably have <laughs> the exact same conversations over and over and over again, but it'll be but fine. they'll be happy with exactly. it. Exactly. They'll be new to them every single time. Right. So that was my big highlight. Um, really, oh, really happy wonderful. about that. Yeah. Uh, it made me... Made me kind of feel like maybe I'm turn maybe we're turning a corner here. Maybe from now on, the news will be good. So that's what I'm kind of hoping, and maybe that doesn't happen. But at least this news is good. So I'm super happy oh, that's to get mom in there. Yay! Now, what have you got for us, Beth? Well, I have, believe it or not, a watch your phraseology. It's been a while since we had one. Which of is those. also kind of a watch watch your gesture, which I've done oh, from time to time. Oh, that's right, yeah. The shamey, shamey. Yeah, remember. the shamey, shamey, yeah. Um, and I have to tell you right up front, people, I've got, there were three things. I've got two of the three. I didn't get the trifecta. I didn't get what I wanted. Okay. <laughs> All right. But I got what I got, so I'm going to do it. And if all of you think sometimes when I come out to do a show, I'm just um, shuffling in my pockets for pieces of paper trying to come up with a show. No, no. Oh, I went to the grocery. Okay, that's going to be it. <laughs> I have researched this all week. Yeah. I've done work on it, people. And so here it is. It came from, and you know, I love my internet, internet lists. Yes. You know, like, and, and, and most of them are, what do Europeans hate about Americans? Right. You know, what, you know, but I, I happened upon one this week at the beginning that was, what do non-Americans think is great about Americans? And I thought, well, oh. I'm going to, I'm going to read that. Yeah. And some of them were so cute. And I have to tell you my favorite it has nothing to do with this. Okay. But one person said, I love how Americans will interrupt any word to throw a cuss word in. Like, mm -hmm. abso fucking lootly abso yeah, exactly. Or sometimes they'll interrupt their, their, sometimes they'll interrupt their cuss word to put another cuss word in. <laughs> Shit which, fucking which head. <laughs> but one kind little person, I don't know where they were from, said, uh, it always makes me smile when I hear an American use the phrase, flipping the bird oh yeah flipping the bird and so i thought well flipping the bird you know that's that's american sure yeah um so and so i started what what is the origin of the phrase flipping the bird okay good well i'm gonna tell you up front people i never learned the flipping part okay but i learned about the gesture which comes from ancient greece <laughs> Okay. Where you stick your middle finger up. I yep. think Diogenes was the first to do it. And that sounds like something Diogenes would do, <laughs> doesn't it? He was a rogue. He was a rogue. That I can totally see him with both fingers up. That he did it to an orator he didn't particularly like. Fuck and all. it the middle finger, of course, being the longest finger, is supposed to be a phallus. And you know where you're supposed to stick it. Interesting. Know. All right. And so that gesture came and it apparently hung around for a while. Mm -hmm. uh, but the first time I've got some notes here, let me, uh, I promise I'll try to be quick on this, do but it. it's Take kind of time. interesting. Um, we got the first time that it showed up in the quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes, uh, new world was in the eight, uh, 1886 when a pitcher for the Boston Bean Eaters flashed his middle finger in a team photo. Oh, wow. In a team photo. Yeah. And there's a picture and he does. I bet lots but, of people did it before that. It's just probably nobody did it when they sat for portraits, probably when they were being nobody painted. sat for portraits. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Or if you did but, sit for a portrait, you weren't holding up your middle finger, most likely. Yeah. But why is it called the bird? Yes. Why? This also comes... No, this doesn't come from the ancient Greece. I've got another okay. one. Let's see. Right. This comes from uh, back in the 19th century uh -huh. uh, at British, this is for you, Tina, at British theater. Okay. Uh, when people would apparently, you know, express their displeasure, you yes. know, with, <laughs> maybe with tomatoes and lettuce, but, uh -huh. you know, they would make bird sounds like, oh, oh, to <laughs> say, you suck. 
Interesting. So and throw know, rotten fruit, as I understand it. Yeah, and so you know, you stick your finger up, and, and you make bird sounds. That's why it's called the bird. I get that, but why do you call it flipping the bird? Nothing. Huh? Nothing about the Nothing first about time flipping. it was used, where it was used. It 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 just is, and that's why they call it flip. You know, it could be flying the bird. Yeah. Launching the bird. Right. You know. Why, why do we flip the bird? We still I don't, don't know. know why we flip it. Now, this is all very interesting to me because I used the expression flipping the bird in uh, an online forum of Aston Villa fans. It was largely English people. And no one knew what I was talking about, so I had to explain <laughs> what flipping the so bird that, was. So that little missive didn't come from England. No. It came from somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there, so um, if, if, it, if it did originate there, uh, apparently... Uh, at least in 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 Brum, they are unaware of it. But I also remember there was an episode of Flight of the Concords where Dave teaches Brett and Jermaine how to flip the bird, <laughs> which is quite funny. It was it's a funny it's a funny. It's, there's like a montage of them trying to learn how to flip the bird. Oh, and by the way, I'll, I'll throw in one very small aside. Uh, in some countries like Afghanistan. The middle finger is not meant to be the phallus. The thumb is. Oh, so if you ever find yes. yourself in Afghanistan, no matter how much you don't agree give them with a thumbs someone, up, do not give them the don't thumbs give up. them a thumbs up. That's the other thing is that my understanding of where the gesture came from. Now I know the two fingers flip, flicking the V's, as they say in England. Right. Uh, the two fingers. I know that that gesture came from. Oh, I don't know. You know, one of their. During their ancient, they had so many wars, but it was the archers would flash. We didn't. Well, I, that's true. Well, they've just been around longer, so they've had. More. They've been around longer. That's um, right. But the the archers would flash two fingers as if to say, "Ha ha ha! You haven't cut my fingers off." Because what they would do is, if you were an archer, uh -huh. they would chop nice. the fingers off so that you could not pull back your your your. Although uh, th that's perfectly out. clean. Yeah. There's nothing dirty about that. No, there's well, nothing dirty about it, but that's. Where it, that's that's where the gesture came from just ha 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 that's i still have my two fingers and what i heard was that when when it got over to america we just dropped one of the fingers and said ha ha because we we're lazy we're lazy we can only hold one <laughs> finger up at a time although it's it's harder to hold up just your middle finger than than the two than the v's and of that's course true. we we well, turn the v's I'm around doing it it's right victory. now people only milo is i'm flipping the bird to milo that's right uh, let's do you rules, shall we, and get the heck out? Let's do it. Thank you for all. Of, thank you for that fascinating uh, phraseology. Well, try. And gesturology. Try. Yeah, you did great. So my you rule this week, I'm going to give a you rule to a lady who lives here in the apartment complex whose name is Jen. Jen is Jen is the cat lady here, and I know, I'm sure a lot of you are surprised to hear that I'm not the cat lady here, but I'm not. <laughs> and I have my cats. But Jen is a lady who lives here. She works with a cat rescue as well, but um, she takes care of feeding all of the stray and feral cats. Oh, And there's a lot of them that live around the complex. And they live on our complex, but they also kind of live neighboring. Uh, there's like a, um, there's a trailer park not too far away from our place. And there's a brand new apartment complex going up next door. And the reason I want to give Jen a you rule is that there is a young family of feral cats living in the woods behind my house. I've seen the mom. The mom is, she's less than a year old herself. She's quite young. Oh, she's quite a young child. mom. Yes. And young she's, yes. A young mother, a young single mom and four, four kittens. Adorable. They must be about eight weeks. I would say now, because they're old enough to be getting their own food. Probably. Oh God. They're so cute. There's one that's black. There's one that's black and white. There's one that's uh, gray and white. And then there's one who's sort of creamy colored and fluffy, but has the markings of like a Siamese cat. So, you know, sort of the gray on the nose and on the tips of the ears and on the tips of the tail, uh, seal point markings. They're so cute. And um, earlier in the week on a particularly sunny day, I got to sit and watch out my back window while they all just played in the yard down below in the sunshine, just running and jumping on each other and stuff. They're so cute and they're all very healthy looking and, and well-fed. 
And uh, Jen, the cat lady here, is aware of them. She says she's fed the mom. She's never actually met the kittens. Um, the mom has the mom trusts her, but apparently doesn't trust her enough to bring the kittens that's by yet. But I'm sure that's coming. But uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. I want to give Jen a you rule because now I don't feel like I have to worry about them because I know they're taken care of. So I, I am free to just watch them and enjoy them out my window. Now, not being a cat person, uh-huh. I, I don't hate cats. I love cats. I yeah. just don't want one. But right. not being a cat person, who knows? Cat, I mean, I know you don't want to take a little kitty away from its mother. No. But if you take a feral kitten and bring it into your house, does it become a domesticated kitten? It can, yes. It if you're be... No, he, he, kittens... Especially if you get them young enough, they they will they will eventually. If you have if you have the time and the patience, okay. Uh, you know, there's They're problem children, but it can work. They, yeah, because they will okay. they will not they will not trust you at first. Um, because they're they're you know they're brought up not to trust. Because uh, humans are are uh, terrible to them. <laughs> to them sometimes. Like taking in a street kid. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. It's exactly like that. It's like fo- it's like fostering a troubled teen. Oh. Um. You know. You show them if you show them enough love and patience, it'll eventually work out in your favor. And they're they're adorable, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go out and adopt. I'm not gonna go foster uh, four kittens. Can't do. And then and I I wouldn't want to take them away from their mom either. You know. They 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 all seem to be getting along quite well. And uh, I don't think I've ever seen, because that that woods behind my house there, I've seen generation upon generation upon generation of feral cats back there. And um, I've and never seen a family a that big. Cat, I mean, you know. Yeah. They, listen, they keep the rat population in, in check. Hey. So I'm in favor of them. But I do, I do kind of view them as wild animals. They're very cute, and I would love to play with them. And if I lived on the first floor, you could be goddamn sure I'd have a, a cat box and, and food out there for them all the time. But since I live on the second floor, I can just sit and watch out my window and know that Jen's taking care of them. So, Jen, you rule. Thank you for taking care of our kitties. Uh, who's your you rule, Bet? Well, I have a change-up on my you rule. Oh, all right. Uh, same... Uh, Right church, wrong pew. Okay. Uh, my year was going to be to Allison. Uh-huh. Who I got to see this Thursday. Yeah. When she came down to have lunch with Pat. And, you know, Pat is a patron of the arts. Yeah. Here in town. And so when the Greater Bluefield Artist Group uh, has their art show every year, she gets to pick out a painting. And so she wanted to invite Allison down, let Allison pick out the painting. Right. And that would be a housewarming gift. Yeah. And uh, that happened. And uh, as, as it happened, she took, a, well, they took a lot of pictures, but she, she showed me the four pictures that were in the running. Yeah. And then she said, what do you like best? No, she said, what did I pick and what did you like best? Right. Well, the one I thought she picked was a lovely painting of some fall foliage. But the one that I loved the most was a picture of some cows, uh, kind of in a, in a farm setting. Yes. You know, and I thought, this is adorable. And I said, this is my favorite. <laughs> she said, that's what I picked. <laughs> but here's the thing. My year rule goes to the Greater Bluefield Arts Council uh, because, you know, in our little town, the pictures that they showed me, we have got some damn fine artists That's in this good. town. Yeah. And the one that Allison picked, the little cow picture, uh, was done by the person who got Pat it, it, to be a patron of the arts, uh, who was a client of ours. She's a sweet girl. Her name's Sarah. And when uh, Allison was saying, you know, I really like this one, Sarah just happened to be around and she said, oh, I painted that one. And so they got to talking and I mean, it was on like Donkey Kong. Right. <laughs> she knew that was going to be her painting. Uh but I just love that, you know, this pl- this depressed place, you know, where the coal mines mm-hmm. are gone and people yeah. vote for Trump and, you know. Yeah. Eh, eh. I mean, some of the paintings that they showed me pictures of were just unbelievable. And I love that the art still live in this area. Yeah. I do, too. That's great. 
So who so who gets the U rule? Artists of Bluefield? The, the Greater Bluefield Arts Council. All right, I love it. The Greater that Bluefield whole Arts collective, Council. That whole yes. collective of artists. And then, you know, because Pat gave her painting that she got away, yeah. she went back and bought another one because she showed me a picture nice. of a watercolor called watercolor and ink called the cafe, which was I mean, I fell in love with it. Mm. And she said, uh, I talked to Brian and he said, go back and get that painting. We yeah. need that painting. <laughs> you go so, get one, Bet. You go oh, get, put one up. No? No. No. It just makes me think of how inept I am when I start to paint. <laughs> no, but you can have buy a nice one and put it on your wall is all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, it, it would have to be in the dinette, you know, all the rest of the house is plaster. Is it, is it have a, you ever oh, tried to hang something yeah, on a plaster wall? Oh. That's a drag. That's too bad. I've got like four. Well, that's the benefit of living in an apartment. Nothing's plaster. Everything's drywall. Oh yeah. That lucky you. I guess. <laughs> but thanks Bluefield for just supporting the arts. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. It is, it is nice to, uh, it is nice to kind of find stuff like that in your own community. You don't have to, uh, you don't have to go to the big city to find art. Well, yeah, I think about your art lives bird. in the heart of everyone. We probably got artists galore. We got lots know, of art. We got a lot of art people. here. That's yep. what I think about Bellingham. We do. We but, got you know, here. You just don't think about it. But yeah, yeah. every year when, when their art show happens, I'm just blown away by some of the things I see. Art lives in the heart of all of us. I think. Hi scout. Hello, Cowcoat Kitty. Yes, we're just about finished. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, just come to see if we're, we're about at... done with the Hucklebug here. The be- and we she are... heard the bell ring. <laughs> she did a while ago, as it turns out. <laughs> Gang, I think that about wraps it up for this episode. We're going to be back next week for one more, and then we're going to be probably off for a bit. And if that does change, I'll let you know. But yeah. I'm going to assume we'll be off for a while. And maybe you can, if you get like, 15 minutes just post a, a post something that happened before yeah you know, yeah an old, yeah, old episode to. up yeah that's not a bad idea just to kind of keep people uh just just to kind of keep people around i guess we can talk about when obama was president oh yeah those were the days man remember they? those days people god we didn't even know how good we had it even i mean frankly uh, even in the george w bush years we didn't i was know gonna say we maybe it. we could talk about george bush <laughs> Weren't those great days? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know it, but they were. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, anyway, we, we, we do have one more coming, so so tune in next week for, for, uh, for more Hucklebug. Until that time, thank you for listening. I am Stenny. And I'm Bet. We're Bet and Stenny, and you've been listening to the Hucklebug. Bye, everybody. Bye, we love you. That's the way you do it when you do the Huckleberry. Uh, he was also in The Devil's Zone, which I did see, and it was shit. Don't see that. That movie's terrible. The Devil's Zone. Yeah, with um, Brad Pitt and Harrison Ford. I thought, how could you go oh. wrong? You wrong. can. You can go badly, you badly wrong. You can go badly, badly wrong. You can go wrong by watching it. <laughs> <laughs>